um, we went to the wheat sheep or whatever. Oh yeah, right. Uh, place, that area. By the BMO Yeah. So it's pretty good. It's pretty close to downtown, but also you can just get on the subway. I mean, sorry, get on the highway and get get anywhere pretty easily. I'm liking that area. I don't know. I might look into that. I'm gonna make up a song. Bodacious Batchcraft beer. It's so hard to choose from the Mill Street brews. All of the, they all say those two things. That's all I got. I need more lyrics, lyrics for the song. This is the band that already played the same song twice. Steam whistle, steam whistle. Do one thing really, really well. Joe from Squid Pods going to smoke. He said he quit, but he didn't. He didn't quit at all. Said he quit this morning, and then he went and smoked. In fact, when I saw him today, he was smoking. Is the first thing that I saw him do. Uh oh, uh oh. TTC day pass, day pass. It's for adult. 20 years of age and over. <laughs> Youth. 19 years of age and under. I believe that John Leshinsky is adult. 20 years of age and older. So does that mean that you had to pay extra? 10 bucks. 10 bucks. Is this for the Metro? I've never seen one of these before. It's a day pass. It's a day pass. And a day I can pass. take another adult <laughs> He could take another so, adult. Two adults or one adult and like four kids. Does that mean that you could get back home for free with your day pass? I could. But it's oh. midnight. It's a new day, John. It's until 5.30 a.m. <laughs> right on. I decided to record a song. <laughs> Is that going to make it into the vinyl countdown? Hell oh. yeah. Man, people are really upset about the Penny Arcade Dick Wolves. Have you heard about this? No. So my friend Jesse actually like texted me on my way here. Was like, "What are you doing tonight?" <laughs> I'm in town. I'm like, "You're like I'm podcasting." Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> I do you like rape? Come on over. <laughs> Come on over. Shit stories. You better have one. Wait, are you recording this? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I meant to tell you that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, I think that turned out that was cool. Glad he showed up. That was nice. Yeah. No, uh, when I met that dude, he, we were 13 years old, he came to junior high with a briefcase. <laughs> nice. And, uh, essentially got the shit kick out of him repeatedly. So, Did he give that up, or is he like, no? No. This is my thing. Yeah, he's like, this is my briefcase. That's kind of cool. I wish I had thought to bring a briefcase to school. Yeah. Oh my god, no you don't. I, don't I had enough problems, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have made it worse. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. At least I... It was like, you got all these problems, like, why make it worse by, like, being the guy that's different? Like, there was one guy that I went to school with that always wore a tie. It was like, you already get picked on. Why, like, make yourself stand out? I kind of did that, though, where I was just normal little kid in elementary school, and in junior high, I started getting picked on, so I kind of rolled with it. I was like, well, if you're going to treat me like a nerd, I'm going to be a nerd. So I started wearing, like, turtlenecks and sweaters and shit, and I was just like, fuck you all. Fuck thou. I don't know. I don't know, I, like, I, I kind of became, like, the, uh, 
the king of the nerds, so to speak. You know, and that the Lord of the Nerds. The Lord of the Nerds. I, yeah. I had a point where I had to stop. Like I was going to uh, like the, we had a chess club, and I was just like, I, this is too far. I, I don't, I don't care. I can't do this. But I was this close though. But I wasn't the Lord, <laughs> but I was the Duke or an Archduke. <laughs> Archduke. <laughs> it's pretty good being the Lord. Yeah. Just people just do whatever you say. Right. Yeah, yeah. no, they say totally. you, you make plans and they're all there. They say nerds are the new cool, but I don't believe it. <laughs> I think it's overrated. It's a weird world we live in right now. I mean, right? we're better off, sure, but you know. Yeah. It's because really, when we were in high school, nerds had really no redeeming values, and all of a sudden, Bill Gates is the richest man in the world, and nerds are all the million, or all of a sudden, the people who become millionaires, and all of a sudden, we, we rule the world. So yeah, but I was, the royal I was never the smart nerd. That, that was the problem. <laughs> That's one of my favorite. That's the worst kind of nerd. Yeah. It's like I like comic books and friggin' like the sci-fi movies, but I can't like I, I failed math. Mill has said that in The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm not a totally. nerd. Nerds are smart. <laughs> nerds are smart. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> so good. Speaking of ripe, though, so, oh, yes. yeah, there was this Penny Arcade strip, like, I don't know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, where it was, uh, it was about, like, wow and shit, where if you, you know, you need to go rescue 12 guys, but there's more than 12 people, so it was about that 13th guy, and he's like, please take me back, like, I'm, I'm raped daily by the dick wolves, and the guy's like, look, I got my 12, I don't have time for you, and he leaves, and haha, hilarious, right? People got super upset about the dick wolves, because it was making light of rape. But instead of backpedaling, the Penny Arcade guys made a Dick Wolves t-shirt. Like it was a sports them, team. Man. Yeah, like the Penny Arcade <laughs> Dick Wolves. And I guess I can see why people are mad, but it's like, it's like when people say, you know, they're raping the land or raping your mind. It's not the same kind of rape. And I'm pretty sure fictional Dick Wolves are not, you know, like, come on. There is no way that the people who, whatever, the Tycho, whatever, whatever those two guys are, right. there's no way they were saying... They were in any way endorsing rape or saying that it's okay. But I and if you're interpreting it otherwise, then you're an asshole and screw you. Yeah, I thought it was quite amazing though, because you it's know it's those people. Yeah, it's <laughs> raped them right in the asshole. But it's so unusual for someone not to just like, oh, I'm sorry, someone's upset. It's so great that they're just like, come on, tick wolves. What would that even be? Because they didn't show it. It's all up to your imagination. Is it just a wolf covered in dicks? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that impressed me with those. I like those. Good guys. for those guys. Yeah, I mean, like they didn't like backpedal and be like, we apologize. Apologize, blah, 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 so whatever, I don't know. We at the Vinyl Countdown would like to apologize. We it's the Vinyl Countdown. <laughs> and that will never be our theme song. I no. know it. God, no. Never. Vinyl Countdown? Oh. I mean, it's a fine song, but yeah. that would have killed a joke. Maybe on the 100th episode if we make it anywhere yeah. close to that. Well, the... number two, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, this, this is the, this is the too big. The vinyl countdown after hours. Yeah. <laughs> this is where we get to you get to learn about the real Mike John Keith and Joel yeah. that you've known so well <laughs> from our one previous episode in Joel. <laughs> what was it? I can't even remember what you brought up. Uh, you I... said Mario 3 was better than Mario World. Let's talk about this. Do you, okay. Not, I, I don't think you're wrong, but I'm interested. I'll in... say you're wrong. Uh, I will say. Well, well, okay, first of all, why would you say I'm wrong? Because I'm clearly right. Okay, well, okay. I'll tell you. Let's say You let's... tell him first. You tell him, Steve Dave. Tell him, Mike D. <laughs> Alright, I, I didn't mean to jump, but... No, no. Please. Let's start with graphically. Your horrifying voice that no one can stand. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know what, you just go. No, 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 I'm 
understand. Graphically, sure, sure, but but graphically uh, doesn't mean shit. Because like, no, no, I say we're starting with graphically. Okay. Yeah. No question. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Oh, it's so funny. Manjo has the worst voice. Oh, this is so hilarious. But I got wisdom. And I'm gonna I'm gonna lay some wisdom on you. Know okay, lay it down, bitch. lay it down. Let's Later go. when I'm editing, I'm gonna jerk off to his voice, but I can never tell him because he'll never believe me. What's the point? What's what's the point? It's I, like, oh man, it's like I'm not sure if it's your voice or if it's like, what's that? What's that girl from White Man Can't Jump? Ro- no idea. The fly girl, remember? She was Ro- like, Rosie Rosie Perez. Perez. No. Yeah. Is that Rosie Perez or Manjo? I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, <this>. yeah. <laughs> Good pull, except you couldn't remember. Yeah, I know. Just shut up! I hate you guys. Amazing. Okay, so graphically. Mm. Graphically, it's better. A. Alright, mechanically, mechanically, it's better. Right? The controls. I don't know. Okay, so. Maybe you don't know. Come on. Come on. You're you're losing credibility credibility really fast. I'm gonna give you Yoshi. Yoshi was a fine of course, Yoshi addition. Was, Yoshi was badass. He's a dinosaur, a dragon, whatever the hell he is. He's awesome. He's, he's Yoshi. He's whatever. Crazy. I gotta admit, Mario, I mean, even though I'm on the Mario World side in that camp, there's shit like clearly they were trying to use buttons, like the spin jump. She didn't yeah, yeah, the spin yeah. jump. Come on. The you cape? Know? Bullshit. Yeah. The cape. What? The no, cape no, okay, is no. bullshit. Now, the I disagree with that. Mechanically, is more interesting than than the the raccoon suit. But the raccoon suit, it's like it's a cape. Yeah, I always thought the cape was gay. It's like it was a Superman. But but Fuck. also the mechanics of the raccoon suit was you had your P level, you filled that shit, boom. But the cape, if you could do it, you could fly indefinitely. Uh, okay, yeah, the, the cape is badass. I know. If you can I know. Do it. The, there is a skill to the cape. Yeah. Um. Well, here, let me tell you what I think. Yeah, go. <laughs> All right. First off, I don't know if this is true, but I heard one reason why Mario World wasn't so advanced for Mario 3, why they're very similar. I heard it was initially being developed, like, with Mario 3 as a Famicom game, and there's a screenshot floating around the internet of Super Mario World as an 8-bit game, but I don't know if it's real. So I can't confirm any of that. Mm. But the, the two games, that's why it seemed like there wasn't a lot of follow-through. Like, where's the raccoon suit? Where's the frog suit? Because, supposedly, they were being developed at the same time. And that's why. It wasn't really a sequel. It was like a side Simultaneous, game. yeah. Right. Now, at the time of release, I think Mario 3 is unbeatable. Like, as, as a, an event for us as kids, nothing beats that. True. You remember that ad where it was all the kids that were cheering Mario and it pulls Mario. back and the earth looks oh, yeah. like Mario's yeah. head? Yeah, like, yeah, you can't awesome. beat that. When I was just a little game Jew, there was a game that seemed perpetually on the horizon because I anticipated, desired, longed for, with every fiber of my being ached to hold the controller in my hand and experience it with such total emotional abandon that minutes seemed like hours and days felt like rows of eternities one after another designed for the sole purpose of keeping me from it. Super Mario Bros. 3, Halo 3, Grand Theft Auto 4, even Mario Galaxy. I'm excited for Mario Galaxy, but there was something about being eight years old and hearing vague rumors, reading seemingly cryptic Nintendo Power reports about the facts of the game, getting a piecemeal picture of what it will be like, a hint here, a tease there, Mario can fly, he becomes a frog, whistles, secrets, that makes my current anticipation pale in comparison. To anticipate a game in this way, and to have it deliver, it confirms a young boy's faith in humanity. I had never looked forward to something the way that I looked forward to Super Mario Bros. 3, and when it came out, 
it was clear that I had never played anything quite like it either. My friends and I sat around, handing the controller back and forth, playing, dying, playing, and feeling more at peace with the world than we had ever felt before, and maybe since. Super Mario Bros. 3 was the kind of game that changed my outlook on life. Maybe I saw what was possible to witness such a gigantic leap in technology and game design, to witness a masterpiece unfold before my very eyes, and to have the experience be shared culturally with millions of other kids the world over, a common language of Mario, the great uniter. You got this sense when playing, even for the first time, that it was a timeless experience, that you and the game were one, and while you were discovering things for the first time, it was as if you had been there before, perhaps in a dream, perhaps in the collective unconscious, but certainly you were not alone. This game made that clear. Whatever happens, I can still play Mario 3 and recall that feeling of exploration and stomping Goombas mixed perfectly with a sense of oneness with the world. But, as the years went by, I rebought Mario World for the Game Boy Advance and I found uh, Super NES at a thrift store again a few, like four more years later, played through it again and just as the years went by I just find it more replayable than Mario 3. Hmm. I mean Mario 3 has no save system, it's like a big pain in the ass, it shows its age more so. Like, well I, you know, currently I've been playing it on the Wii, so it has one? a save, Mario 3, okay. So it has a save system on the Wii. Uh, but have you been playing? So I'm not really feeling that, like replaying it. I'm just playing it in in that same headspace that I was when I was a kid. Um, but also, okay, I I don't know if you guys have the same experience, but. Uh, my local arcade had this one... The PlayChoice 10? The PlayChoice 10. <laughs> right. Which had Mario 3 on it, right? Right. So you would you'd pump in quarters, and you get three men, and then if you died, whatever. But I remember finishing the first world and fucking losing my mind that there was a second world <laughs> after that. But that, this, you that know, is, uh, like, that's the thing. I feel like me and Mike have the more clear view, whereas you're blinded by nostalgia. Yeah. However, uh, and, the nostalgia I, I fully admit that. is amazing because I played Mario 3 a little bit before everyone else because I got the Famicom where they would have the attachment adapter. Yep. I rented yep. it from some store, so I played it before all my friends. Me and my brother played it for the whole weekend without turning it off, and I guess we were shitty at games because it took us the whole weekend to get to World 3 with the water world. But I remember that. It was like Sunday night. We're finally at World 3, and we had to go to bed, and the game was getting returned the next morning, and there's nothing we could do, and it was like, fuck, where the, like, I gotta admit, those memories are stronger than they were for Mario World. Like, Mario 3 memories. But, and I agree, like, I, I love Mario, when it came out, Mario 3 was amazing, right? But, like, if you really break it down and look at it, just because you have these great memories, that doesn't make it a better game. That means you have better memories, but that doesn't mean it's a better game. Okay. I, I don't really think there's an argument that it can be a better game. This, this is where I make it sad again. <laughs> uh, but my, my parents split 
kind of around the time that Super Nintendo came out. My my dad, I love the fact, okay, for the record, Mike is really making the masturbating motion. And loving uh, it. He loves, he loves Joel's pain. He loves yeah. it. Uh, my parents got divorced, and my dad bought the Super Nintendo kind of to lure us. So that <laughs> good strategy. It was a brilliant strategy because <laughs> we always had a good time at Dad's house. Because we played Pilot Wings, and we oh, played Pilot Wings, great times. Yeah, Super Mario World, and uh, fuck it. Fantasy Two. That was, no, a, that was no, a big no. one. Well, for like an early game, what else even was there? Yeah, there was another. Sort of adventure game. Um, I know the same people made Perfect Dark. No, no, ah, fuck, I don't know. Um, it wasn't Robocop, was it? <laughs> yes, it was. What's wrong with that guy? But anyway, Super Mario World was upgrade. <laughs> was kind of like for, for me. Like my memories of that is like so, hanging out at my dad's house. Some bittersweet though. Bittersweet. Yeah. Um, but I remember thinking it was the most amazing thing that I ever seen. Although now, as a grown-up, I gotta say I still like three better. Yeah, that's he's making a good argument. I, I he hasn't swayed me, but I understand. He's making his argument, but I mean it was all based on these emotional things that happened in his life. But, well, but like as if, a game, if at gunpoint someone was like, "You need to play through Mario Three or Mario World right now," Mario I would, World, uh, Mario in, a, in a heartbeat. And it's got the alternate, the Star Road, and the alternate ways through stuff, and the map, and this is all kinds of shit. And just like if you play NES games and SNES games, you can tell there's like an evolution of like. You know, the controls are better, everything's a lot smoother, less stiff, and stuff sure, like that. Sure, sure. And you know what used to kill me when I was a kid? I was a big Sega kid, because I had a Master System before a Nintendo, and a Genesis. I would oh, back Sega Master like crazy. System. Yeah. What was the, uh... Star, Star... Fantasy Star. Thank you. So good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got Fantasy Star on the one side, and then you go over to Nintendo, and you're playing Dragon Warrior and Final Fantasy 1, yeah. and it's shit. The, the Sega had some great stuff. But, as much as I was a Sega kid, when people would defend Sonic the Hedgehog as as good as or better than Mario, no, like, no, no, fucking yeah. crazy. Like, come on. No, Sonic was fun. Yeah, yeah but all three buttons you know. jump. Yeah, you know what? It's like, it's like, all you, and it's going so fast, you can't even really, like, it's, I don't know, it's not really a game to me. It's like you're going... It's super fast and you just gotta jump at the right time. It's kind of almost like the whole game is like a quick time event almost. It's, you know what the, the, this Mario World talk reminds me of is this Nintendo thing about... It happened with the Super NES to an extent where Mario World was like the first game that came out for it and there was a lot of good games but it was still arguably the best one. Then the Nintendo 64, no question. Mario 64 was the first game. The whole controller was designed for that game, and it was the best game. Hands down. Yeah. What's up with that? You can't make a whole system for one game, Nintendo. I don't, I don't know that is necessarily their intent, but maybe that's just the way it worked out. I think, though, with the 64, it totally was. Like, Miyamoto pushed for that weird controller. And for the cartridges. That's why they had cartridges instead of CD was because it wouldn't load fast enough. And he's like, man, Mario 64 is not going to work without a cartridge. We yeah. need a cartridge. I always heard Mario 64 it was to do with, uh, is still piracy. actually... Actually, you know what? I would almost go Mario 64 over it's, Mario 3. I think Mario 64, because I mean, that whole era of when games started getting 3D does not yeah. hold up. You go back and it's awful, except that game. Oh, that game. Right. That, no, I, I still fucking play that game. Like, if you try to play Resident Evil 1 again, oh, oh, God, no. you kill yourself. It's so no. awful. I know, because I've tried. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah like the, but Resident Evil 1, when I'm in art school, uh, I met this dude who... 
his roommate happened to have two systems. He had the, the PlayStation. He <laughs> had the Jaguar and the 3D. No, no. He, had, <laughs> he was the best. He had PS1 and he had N64. And we used to go to his house every week and we called it Stakeout. Um, partially because around 4 o'clock in the morning we would drive someplace and just monitor people. Oh, I thought you were going to buy a bunch of steaks. <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, as well as creepy the way you did. People? We would stalk people. Yeah, that <laughs> is a hobby. You, you know we're recording this, right? You were just practicing for Pokemon Snap, right? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I know we're recording this. Yeah, we'd stalk people and also... Um, she doesn't know. One day we decided to uh, cover this dude's room floor to ceiling in AstroTurf. But, uh, anyway. So, that is a lot better than the rape club we used to have. So. Well, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Don't feel too bad. But but this was my introduction to, like, sort of 3D games, because, like, I went from Nintendo and kind of, like, you know, there was probably, like, five years where I never played a video game whatsoever. Maybe that's not true. I think I played Salmon Max on the Mac. <laughs> right. At one point. So you were a Mac kid from way back. Oh yeah, yeah. Since uh, 95. But anyway, like, playing Super Mario 64 for the first time was just like, holy shit. Like, that, it, it blew my mind. That was, there's only three times I can think of where games really did, like, blow my mind. It was Super Mario 1 when I was a kid, just crazy. Totally. Super Mario 64, where I was just like, how can this be real? This is insane. And, what about Mario 2? Uh, no, well, it wasn't the same. I mean, I, I loved it, but I felt uh, ready for it. Like, I, whereas Mario 1, I just, nothing could maybe pitfall in the entire 2600 like there was nothing yeah. like that yeah. and then Mario 64 same thing to this day I still think it's the only good like 3D jump around picking up shit Agreed. game and the other one was Grand Theft Auto 3 with the day and the night and it felt like a real city for a while and that little while for me was Vice City but right. that's only because I like I bypassed right. uh, GTA 3 so. yeah. those were like the three times when I felt like I couldn't wrap my head around a game it was like so incredible I was like how is this real life Yeah. and yeah. VR will be the next thing I guess we'll see yeah, GTA <laughs> definitely definitely had that same effect on me I was just like I remember the first time I played Grand Theft Auto 3 I like the other islands weren't opened up yet so I drove to one of the ways to the other island and just crashed into it because the, the underpass was closed and my car blew up and so I was on foot and I had to run all the way back to town which took time and it started to rain the most boring thing in the world but I was like what the fuck this is amazing I'm running back okay, to can town can I ask you ready? something when you went to New York mm -hmm. did you apply that map that, well, to, to well, New York what did happen with that is GTA 4 came out when I was there and Keith yeah. had a, a, a 360 the spooky bottom so I went and bought GTA 4 to give it to him as a gift but it was so I could play it and the two things with that is I never felt like I was really at a landmark until I'd been there in real life and in Grand Theft Auto you know and I, then I felt like I was there but also GTA 4 fucked up bad in the sense that it was not nearly dirty enough right. it was so clean it's like I've been there that's not what it looks like you know where's the diapers it's so scummy yeah because yeah, uh, like ultimately though GTA 4 a bit of a disappointment but it's just, you know, but it's funny because like Vice, Vice City and seeing anything filmed in Miami, I'm like, I flew a helicopter through there. Did you play San Andreas? Because that to me was the pinnacle 
Um, I did. I couldn't get past the BMX level. Yeah, well, the thing with it is it was so absurdly huge. You could, like, steal a tractor trailer, put it on the country station, and just drive through the woods. And it was, as a game design thing, it was sloppy and bullshit, but initially it was like, wow, I can't believe this game is this big. It's no, like the I, whole state. I still have it. Uh, I just haven't played it. It's, it's really huge, cool. Yeah. I never did finish there's it. No there, there's no reason. There was no reason for it to be that huge. But I mean, it had a mountain, and you could steal a plane or whatever and fly, and then parachute onto the mountain. And there just happens to be a bike there. And if you get on the BMX bike, it's like, hey, bonus game, race down the mountain. I'm like, I love this. This is so great. Uh, well, I am awesome. playing uh, playing uh, Red Dead Redemption now. Ah, me too. And uh, yeah, they've done like it's 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 GTA 4. It feels like GTA 4 a lot, but they've made a lot of improvements, enough improvements to the game for me to be like, I I mean I couldn't care any less about the Western setting. Right. And the the thought of playing that game to me originally it was like, I I don't think I'll like it, but I'm playing it and it's like I'm, I'm really enjoying it and I don't care about the setting. Like, can I imagine? I I only imagine if they. If the next GTA game, if they apply the improvements they've made over GTA 4 into this game, if they apply that into the next GTA game, then it would be even better. Well, that was where I can't fault them. I think it was worth trying, but GTA 4 went so far toward seriousness and it took away all the wacky fun. And I do kind of miss that. That's where you gotta play Saints Row. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm actually, my my uh, nine-year-old nephew, I guess. Uh, what, what do you call a kid that's your brother-in-law's nephew? I don't know. Almost second cousin? Yeah, almost second cousin. <laughs> yeah. But he was really in the Saints Row, and I'm like, you're nine. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Up. Yeah, I got to show you. I, mean, I know. Th I know that we're recording this, so it's not going to be helpful. But I got to show you guys the character that I created in Saints Row. <laughs> the Dave Cornrows. Oh, she is such a sweet piece of ass. That that beast. Is that who so, you play as? Can I see? That is. You get to create your own character. You get a lot of freedom. Okay. What the fuck? I'm gonna... It was like that is a man. Sorry, to, to I'm gonna you know. describe can you this. Pictures I can put it up. Um, absolutely, man. Absolutely. This is a man woman dressed in a bikini. Even <laughs> wearing any panties? Yeah, I'll put it up with the show. Uh, but I always tell. think, what if I could it's... go back in time wow. and Thank you. you know show my young self, like yeah. say I was eight years old, and be like, this is. Mario 64, like, this is what's coming, and it would blow my mind. What if I showed my eight-year-old self that, and be like, you're gonna play as that person in a game. <laughs> like, what? You'd be like, there's no way. The future is so bright, man. <laughs> you gotta wear shades. That's what I say. It's weird, though, with games, I've fallen way behind, because uh, I just haven't had the last couple generations of systems, and uh, so now my roommate happens to have a PlayStation 2, so I'm going back. And yeah. You can get all those games for nothing. I got God of War for ten bucks, I got... Totally. Like, I, excuse me. I was gonna say with Red Dead, how does that compare to Gun for the PS2? Because I got that for five dollars. Well, there's. Uh, <laughs> I will say it is better. Red Dead Revolver is PS2. That's true. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. Red Dead Revolver. Like the fact they call it Red Dead Redemption, it's not anywhere even in the same like ballpark as yeah. Red Dead Revolver. Although, from what I've heard about Red Dead Revolver, is like everybody who's played it is like it's a great game. It's just really short. 
Man, though, I tried finding a copy of Eco for less than 50 bucks. I've been trying for months. It's impossible. Have you played Bully yet? Yeah, I love Bully. Actually, Bully? That times. soundtrack fucking makes me... I actually, I stole a bunch of that shit. soundtrack from various podcasts lately. Yeah. I like it so much. Yeah, I downloaded the whole thing, too, because I just like listening to it. That whole game, like, even though it's got a lot of possible problems, I think of all the games I've played in the last, you know, year or so, it's the one that I just have the fondest memories of. Yeah. It's such a nice setting and stuff. It was just so much, it was like, it was just mindless kind of silly fun. Yeah, I mean, like, I could have just played, you know, riding your bike without, like, the music, the, like, the, like, uh... And the, the mechanics, too, make so much more sense than, it's basically Grand Theft Auto, except, you know, in Grand Theft Auto you get gunned down and you wake up at a hospital. Where here it all made sense. You get caught, you get sent back to your dorm. Like, it's... Yeah. It all just was much better for that. I, I got, uh, I got a thousand, uh... Thousand points in that game, gamer points in that game. Did you actually like? Did you finish everything, or is that is that full or what? Like, yeah, thousand. That, every game has a thousand gamer points. Yeah, that's all the achievements. Yeah, yeah. Game, uh, like a regular full full price game has a thousand points. So yeah, I got them. I got it all. And uh, yeah, Congrats. proud. That was fun. I mean, I'm proud it's, of it. It's nice too, though, with Bully, because Bully didn't get too overhyped in a sense. Because like, yeah. I finally played Bioshock because I got that new laptop and it could play it. Very good game, but I've just been hearing for like three years about how Bioshock revolutionized everything, and I'm like, it's not that fucking I good. I I couldn't get through like three minutes of it. I just fucking took it and just fucked this shit. Well, it's not that bad, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as a shooter, it's nothing special. And the setting, it's it's good, but it's not. A, I just I hate know. games of fucking zombies. Like it's so, so trite. Oh, it wasn't zombies. On. There was they were splicers. Whatever the fuck they were, <laughs> I didn't get that far to find out what they were. Yeah, I they, didn't care. They Talking stuff. I was done with it. Me and a friend are playing Resident Evil 5 right now. We're pretty close to finishing it. I was playing that this, this afternoon. Have you have you played it with a friend though? I'm playing it with a friend. That's okay, why it's cool. taking me so long to do it. It's fucking great with a friend. It's it's yeah, playing it with the AI is a pain in the ass because yeah. the AI is really not that smart. like Resident Evil 4 is great. Um, but like this one with the co-op is just No, yeah, it, it, it's it's good. I mean, you know what? So for 2010, they're still using the like mechanics where it's like you're walking and then it's time to shoot zombies, so you have to stop and, and then aim. Shoot. Such a pain in the ass, and it's like, come on, guys, it's 2010. Why can't I time, walk and shoot? I mean, I, I get it, I get it. You know, that's the way Resident Evil was 10 years ago when the first game came out. But like, it's time to evolve a little bit. That's it's. I mean, everyone else has. It's time for you to follow suit. Well, it's, it's, it's not acceptable yeah. anymore. Apparently, five is the last one. Like, yeah, this. that's what they've said. And like, four should have been the last one. Three should have been the last one. There's no, there's no excuse for it anymore. But it's so but bad. Honestly, it, four was so great. Like, like the advancement of four over the first three. Because like driving those fucking characters like a tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just uh, so bad, and it's like your uh, inventory system. Or you have to hit the inventory and then you know you select the ammo and then you combine the ammo with the gun so that you load the gun. <laughs> no, it's that like, is come pretty, on. That's absurd. Come on. But I'm this so is, excited this is when they're like, okay, Resident Evil is coming out for the Wii. I'm like, fucking great. Yeah, I played four on the Wii. Four on the Wii is great. It was pretty good. You know, you get the point, yeah. the gun. Like, that's kind of cool. But. but but the re-releases were nothing. Like they were just a port of the GameCube versions. 
on the Wii, so you're still stuck in that same shitty sort of thing. You know, like, it, like I was at least hoping for like a port of the original game, only in the sort of mechanics of four. I would have been happy with that. But anyway, so man, that just brought back a memory of a time that I think I almost did piss myself. <laughs> it was Resident Evil Two on the PlayStation One, mm -hmm. and I bored because I had me and my brother had to make the choice PlayStation or N64. We went with N64 because we knew Zelda was going to come out. Ultimately the wrong choice, but anyway, we borrowed a PlayStation 1 from somebody and I was playing Resident Evil 2 and it was like 3 a.m. It was in my parents' house. It was like dark and you know, all the lights were off and I was just playing by myself. There was this one room where you went in and there was uh, like a, a window you could see into the next room, whatever, nothing there. Later you go around, get another key, go on the other side of that room, except it's one way, it's a one way mirror on that side. And I realized something's gonna jump through there at the exact moment that something jumped through there and it just short circuited my brain. I was just like, don't pee. <laughs> it was so scary. It was fucking ridiculous. Okay. My memories with uh, Resident Evil 2 and especially Tomb Raider in general revolve around an ex-girlfriend who lives in Toronto who through a mutual friend refused to see me. Uh, that's not that never feels good. That never feels good. Because <laughs> I'm like because it's been ten years. But anyway, uh, she moved to Hong Kong. I went to visit her in Hong Kong. She bought a PlayStation. Yeah. Is, I, is there a theme of you visiting chicks in Asia or yeah, something here? Globetrotting Joel yes. here. Yes. I've been around the world following women. He only dates <laughs> chicks that go to Asia. No, no, and Europe. My ex-wife was European. I lived in uh, fucking Bosnia for three months. But anyway. Nice place. Yeah, no, I it isn't. <laughs> so if you lived in Bosnia for three months and you want to tell us about Resident Evil? <laughs> yeah, my most enduring memory of living in Hong Kong. Uh, Resident Christ. Evil! Anyway, go on. <laughs> anyway, so my girlfriend at the time bought a PlayStation that was modded to play BCDs. And well, that's also, illegal. You, you're aware of that? They call that the Hong Kong PlayStation. Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah. So when it came back to Canada, it was not illegal. Uh, but anyway, so she got me to buy a buttload of games for her because she's like, I have this PlayStation that plays movies. She wanted it for the movies. But anyway, we, we played Resident Evil 2 and Tomb Raider 1 through 3 together. And that was kind of the point where uh, other friends of ours was like, your relationship is over because you're playing video games together. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so like my my Resident Evil 2 experience was all on this like pirated fucking PlayStation that she had mailed to me before she came back to Canada kind of thing. Yeah. That, is, that, anyway. that also reminded me of like, just it's so weird when even video games can't save a relationship or whatever. Like I and the yeah. girl I dated in New York, there was this one point where uh, we got our hands on, I think Newsy had uh, a modded PS2 so I could download games and they would play. So she's like, you gotta get this game Katamari Damachi. It's fucking I amazing. I love Katamari Damachi. What's the thing is I was like, all right, cool. We'll get this, we'll play it together. It'll be great. I wasn't that into it. And I'm just like, oh man, even video games we can't connect. Fuck me. I mean, it was cool enough, but she yeah. loved it. She was crazy about it. Like she just thought it was the best thing in the world. It's the game, for those who don't know, where you roll up a big ball and it gets bigger yeah. and bigger. It's a neat game. I like it. <laughs>
I want to yeah, hear more about this house. game where you stalk people. Uh, like, did you just like pick a random person? You're like, oh, let's follow them around tonight. Oh yeah, yeah rape party. Yeah, yeah, that was a great game. Uh, sorry, are you talking we about raped. stakeout? Yeah, that wasn't a game. That was just kind of what we did. That would qualify as a game. <laughs> no, no, no. So we play video games all night, and then around six o'clock in the morning, we'd all be burnt out from playing video games. So we'd drive to, in Calgary, it was the C-Train station, and then we'd pick a random person who was coming off the C-Train tracks, and then we would follow them in our car. Dude, that's, wow. yep, that's that weird. Is, and, that but, is terrifying. But how far would you take it? <laughs> no, no, not that far. True or false, like your friends are all registered sex offenders. <laughs> no, not Unregistered, that, please. They not that I know of. Okay. But uh, we would just follow them and we'd call it stakeout, <laughs> and we would all wear sunglasses and... For how many Walks would you follow them? Yeah, this is not cool. Well, as long as we would pick a target and we'd follow them to their destination. So they, you'd follow people home? Sometimes home, sometimes work. I, I was... And did you get out then and just like... No, we once we once we saw them go into whatever building, then we go get coffee, we'd breakfast. We'd murder them, jerk <laughs> off onto wow. their dead bodies, and then yeah, did you ever think maybe one of your friends followed up an extra step, like you didn't, you just oh, didn't know. A couple of them probably did. <laughs> that, that's what I mean. That's dory. But I don't hang out with those people anymore. So <laughs> there was a, the girl I dated in in Vancouver. Is uh, one time I had bad insomnia and I was up all night. But I knew she was working at the coffee shop we both worked at that morning. So I went to the subway station to wait for her. I figured I'd just meet her. But then she didn't see me. So I was like, awesome. And I was like following her. And I followed her like on the train. And then when I finally just came up behind her, was just like, ah! And I've probably never scared anyone that badly ever again and I almost feel bad about it she was so scared she thought she was gonna get raped and killed you know? sorry raped and killed her <laughs> and I was like oh geez I'm sorry I thought it was funny but it See, wasn't funny at all we never interacted with our particular target we just followed them. <laughs> And then I guess that's better, but you know what? It's not better. No... It's not better. Let's not let's not inflate your ego anymore. It is it is horrifying and possibly illegal. No, we had no intentions of anything. We just we were like, I mean, we were like twenty-one-year-old uh, kids, just kind of like, ah, let's see how, let's see if we can spy on people. You know, like. So, did you ever? Did anyone ever catch on, or were you that good? Did anyone ever try and lose nobody you all ever, of a sudden? <laughs> no, nobody ever caught on. Nobody. Probably because they never presumed anyone would be doing this. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and and who the fuck is gonna follow somebody? Sorry for those of you who haven't been to Calgary, from Brentwood Station to fucking downtown. I mean, like, ultimately, maybe that is the ultimate tragedy. That this is the story of some very bored people who just have nothing to do. Honestly, <laughs> very bored sex offenders in Calgary. But. Honestly, we were so, like, we had played video games till 6 o'clock in the morning. Then, instead of going to sleep, we went, huh, let's drive to to the C-Train station and see who, who we could follow. So, do you, I mean, you understand that we're all saying, hey, we love to play video games, you? and you're saying, yeah, we love to play video games, too. And, and then we'd go rape people. And I'm just no, like, no, well, you think you're giving us a little bit no, of a bad name. I mean... <laughs> I understand how I'm giving you mixed signals here, but nobody ever raped anybody. <laughs> oh, you're right, you're right. What you're doing is perfectly sane. 
<laughs> Possibly, maybe we were just like a security escort. It is kind of like when you're a little kid and you start your own like detective agency, but no one else knows exactly what you're doing. You know? yeah, maybe you're helping you're on a case. Them. You were like, if someone else was trying to rape them, you would be there following them creepily. Oh, also, yeah, how would you explain that to the police? We were just following them. I mean, we played. All, we played what, all is those there video some law against this? Yeah. I mean, what do you expect? We played all those video games and we were bored, so then we started following people. But there was also some um, some other levels of things which, were, while we were bored in the car drinking coffee and eating, uh, see, it levels to this activity. Well, sure, sure, like any private eye, you know, you got time to kill. Right? So we invented an insult system which involved uh, some sort of like easy insult joke book or whatever. Only we would apply bitch and just ridiculous shit. So, for example, one of the insults ended up, would you like a cake? How about a bitch cake? You know, this is the kind of... That is hilarious. No, it's terrible. Are you are you a stand-up comedian? You're drunk, no. you <laughs> It's starting to make no sense. <laughs> hey, do you like cake, Joel? How about a bitch cake? Boom, yes. upstairs! You got it. Bam. Thank you. Yeah. Nailed that one. You know, though, this is weirdly reminding me a bit of, like, <laughs> being in New York and being on Keaton the Girl and stuff. Why I don't miss sometimes being on a podcast and being in the spotlight because sometimes you just dig these holes for yourself and no one will let you out you know like no matter how much you try to explain no one will let you out no seriously I I know we were following people creepily and jerking up and and, and dreaming of a nobody said jerking off but 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 you know what we talked about bitch cakes so it's like you know you take the good with the bad it was all in good fun yeah we were raping people but then bitch cakes so I mean <laughs> and you try and try so much and no one ever understands. What was the number I feel of these levels? I, you know what, I'm being an asshole, aren't I? <laughs> I apologize. Here, cheers to Joe, the rapist. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't understand a word you're saying because oh, this hurts. my bitch to English translator is not working. Right. Oh man, you must have had See? a piece of bitch cake before yeah. you came here today. Exactly. <laughs> Make a slice of bitch cake. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, my job is done here. This bitch cake uh, is now in your fucking. It is, man. True, you've bestowed it upon us. Yeah. Oh god. This is gonna be. A, this is gonna be a, the bitch cast. <laughs> and you know what? This just proved the point once again. You know, we're talking about video games. I'm like, it's after hours. We can talk about video games. But once we got off of them, it instantly gets more entertaining. I know. So good. Uh, video games are fucking boring, but it's all the stories I around I disagree them that with that. Way but, more interesting. But I agree with that. Yeah. And you see, like, the whole sort of origin of this idea, which I guess it makes sense that there's not that many shows like this, is even though I don't play that many video games anymore, I love video game podcasts. So I listen to them like crazy. But eventually, I get bored of hearing about video games. There's this one podcast called The Game Spy Debriefings. Like, you remember Game Spy when you used to fucking play Quake? For sure, yeah. It's still a website. It's still around. So basically, it's owned by IGN. They have their own podcast, but it's just, like, out to sea. No one cares what they do. So their podcast has gotten more and more and more totally ridiculous and they never talk about games anymore and it's the best video game podcast ever made <laughs> so that's where this idea came about it's like it's nice to have that common framework but then you just whatever you just talk about whatever it gives a shit <laughs> except they get paid to do it 
And Although, Keith, Keith has a man crush on Anthony. Is his name Anthony? Anthony Gallegos, yeah. yeah Gallegos. Although, Shout out. Beautiful uh, man. I yeah. heard your your uh, podcast on Axel about like, dudes talking about video yeah, games. Yeah, a lot yeah. of this stuff is yeah. from there. Like, uh, Fuck. There's so much of that made me just like. Well, that's where that one keep podcast. It's kind of from all over, but most of it is that one podcast, like the uh, you know Count Hacula and the fucking the threadless pitches and Orion pictures, or, all or, that. Or their 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 bit about uh, the Eastern European. I love yeah. that Putnam Whipple. Oh, Putnam Whipple. If zero oh, car can fly, why go up track not fly? Thank you. <laughs> I was like, that makes sense. Oh, no, that fucking killed me. Yeah, that. It's like you made that podcast like for me. When that when that amazing. episode first like was posted, I and that was in the first like five minutes, I rewound it like three times. I was like, that is so good. And that's when I started thinking like I should be saving these. I just realized that I'm like the sad story guy in this particular situation. <laughs> well you see though, it's kinda nice because with those XO shows, that's all I do is cry about my life. So I like to pass that mantle ah, to cheers. someone else. Oh god damn. For other stuff. Uh, yeah, no, I think even if nobody listened to this show, it's worth it just to come hang out and drink beer, but... Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm sure our 300 listeners will appreciate it. This is going to be a long... Uh, you're going to have to cut some of this up, eh? This is like episode three right here. Yeah, oh, I'll edit it a little, but not much. I just mostly... This is, this is like another at least half hour. Yeah, what do I care? Fuck this it. should be episode three. Fuck this! I guess Episode it could be, right? three. Maybe, maybe that would make it easy for people yeah. to digest. Yeah, fuck Robocop, Craig. <laughs> you have to be here for every show? Yeah. Going home to go to bed because of his oh, job? I gotta go to bed. Mm. I mean, you should be out there raping people like Joel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Squid Pod Joel. Squid Pod the rapist. You can, don't edit that out. That's, that's important. Squid Pod. Squid Pod endorses rape. <laughs> I used to have this idea. All right, let me tell you. Let me, let me lay this on you. What if, okay? I used to think... Fucking Mike, bitch cake. I was thinking, what if... Bitch cake! What if you could rewind time, right? So you could do anything you wanted. Right now, I could punch you out, jump over the bar, destroy stuff, just do whatever I wanted, then rewind time, no one would know what happened. But even in my little fantasy world in my head, that was too easy. So I changed it. I came up with this when I was really little. So you could do that, except one time, it's not going to work. And you never know which one is not going to be rewindable. And then you just raped everybody in your school, but you can't take that one back. <laughs> I don't know, I used to just think about that all the time. Like What? Yeah, like, like it's a superpower. always power. used to think about raping everyone in his school. I think it would yeah. happen eventually. And well, like never take it back. Your superpower is going back in time. I, no, it is how I slipped that in. And you use that to rape everyone I in your school. I just think eventually, let me bring it into a pop culture setting. You're Bill Murray in Groundhog Day. Okay. Eventually, you're gonna just rape everybody because you can. You're just gonna abuse your godlike power. That was never in Groundhog Day, but I believe it happened. Hmm. Yeah. They just can't show it. You I know? would do that. They're the closest they got. I noticed this when I rewatched Groundhog Day like two months ago. There's one part where I feel like it's a, a subtle wink to the adults in the audience where he shows up at some movie with a chick. He's dressed in some kind of weird outfit. She's dressed like a French maid. And it seems pretty clear that they're into some some interesting sex shit, right? And then, then then they go on to the next scene and they never dwell on it. But I think that was kind of the like, yeah, he did some shit. We just can't show that, you know? Although the groundhog did the um sorry, shit I'm drunk. The uh <laughs> Bias all around? Yay! Woo! 
The Groundhog Day thing to me, uh, at a certain point, it's just like sheer boredom. Right. Well, see, that's and, the thing. And he also, would rape everyone in town, and yeah. then realize that's not what he wanted all along. But but it's also <laughs> sheer apathy, right? Like, because he's like, none of this matters. Whatever. Yeah, like I, I fully agree with you. There was a day where he's like, I'm gonna rape everybody. Even the old man who he could yeah. never save. He's like, I'm so sick of trying to save you. I'm gonna just rape you to death. Yeah. You're gonna die anyway. And that guy when he was like, oh, the watch over that first step, it's a doozy. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. What's his name? Nick. I'm raping you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna rape Which you in really every hall. I'm gonna rape you in the face, the ass, and the mouth. Yeah. I got, I got forever. So, this was your uh, dark fantasy as a, a kid? Was the um... I just thought that would be interesting. Like, what if you gave someone that that power, and yeah? So they could do whatever they wanted, but then take it back. Except they always knew in the back of their heads, eventually they're going to have to live with one of these horrible decisions. But can I ask this? How many times are you allowed to go back in time? Uh, I guess as many as you want, and you can go back as far as you want if you're willing to relive your whole life. But only one time it won't work. Yeah, just all of a sudden you try it and it doesn't work anymore. Hmm, that is uh, tricky because <laughs> I can't, I can't be like, you know, is it one percent of the time? Is it two percent of the time? I can't be be sure. It could be the. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the point of any of this is. I have no idea. No. Okay. On the same level, but when when you were, let's say eleven. Movie 12. What was the creepy girl fantasy you had? As in huh? dressing up like a girl and dancing in the walls? Yeah, I think that was just you. I don't know. That one? Maybe that one. <laughs> I used to go follow people around. <laughs> and then we'd talk about bitch cake. Yeah. And for some reason, 10 years later, I'd choose to tell people about that. 20 years later. <laughs> Yeah, you're 35, aren't you? I guess, yeah, last uh, la last time we recorded, you told everybody about your pooping on the plane story you never thought you'd tell. This is great, man. No, it's like no, therapy. Saying, yeah, yeah, man, you let it all out. I'm not, I, I, I don't pull any punches. Did here. your wife hear that? Does she know now? Uh, Probably couldn't listen to your voice, right? Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, there's no way. Are you serious? I gotta, not only do I gotta listen to you talk all the time, I gotta listen to do it like on my own time. No, I'm just saying, like, well, I think bring it back to your pre-pubescent or slightly pubescent selves. You know what I realized when I was in like uh, kindergarten, and I didn't yeah. go to kindergarten the year before school, so I was like, this was we're talking four years old, okay. like very young. I already somehow had this Madonna whore complex in my brain where of the girls in my little kindergarten playground, whatever the fuck, I was like, that's the girl that I'm actually attracted to, but that's the girl I would introduce to my parents. I was like, I was fucking four. How did I already have that? You're, you're years ahead of your time. I, I, I was a very early masturbator. I used to do this thing called bumping. I don't know. I, I can't imagine that I came up with the term. I don't know where that came from, but it was just... just grinding my dick against like a couch or whatever and my mom would always be okay you quit that bumping but i didn't even kn know it was masturbating or anything i just liked to do it okay did anybody get caught by their parents masturbating uh i did once yeah yeah but you can go ahead <laughs> i don't know <laughs> 
You first. It was just, uh, I don't know, it was probably like 14 or so, and I had a magazine or something. And I don't think my mom saw my dick or anything, but, you know, she came into my bedroom and I knocked in and it was just like, nothing, you know. And, mm -hmm. Yeah, and she was pretty cool about it, but it was obviously embarrassing. That's it. Is that really catching though? If they don't actually see you do anything, if you just like... I think that's catching. It was pretty. Yeah. Like, it was clear what was going on. Like, They're not dumb. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, I mean, if There's you walked in, times, yes. If you oh, walked in and no. someone was doing that, you would know what's happening too, right? John? Oh, I. There's plenty of times. I can't pick a specific. <laughs> I don't think one. it's ever happened to me, to be honest. But I jerked up a lot. I was just like a ninja jerk. I I have one moment. Jesus, why is it? Why <laughs> is it on us, fish cake? Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Let's do this. Fuck's sake. Well, before um, we go, I just, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you something. Please. Uh, again, when I was four years old at the fucking kindergarten place, which was a church too, uh, there was this chick, and we were inside playing, it was raining outside or something. When I say chick, I mean another four-year-old girl. <laughs> where, I don't know how I knew all this stuff or whatever it is. This is like I got my I don't know how you remember this stuff, man. <laughs> well, this one was traumatizing. Is we had an indoor sandbox, where there was like sandbox you could play in, but it was like on a table. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and it was like, I mean, it seemed high at the time, but it was probably like this size, <laughs> right? And me and this girl were underneath it. And uh, and we made the deal of like I'll show you mine if you show me yours or whatever. So I whipped out my dick and I left it out for whatever reason. And I'm like, okay, show me what you got. Show me. And I started kind of panicking because I was starting to realize she wasn't gonna. And then one of the the ladies that was like a teacher or whatever there came over and was just like, what are you doing? Well, I had my, my little dick out. I never forgot. No, not you, Joel. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. All right, Joel. Uh. All right, so I just discovered masturbation. Just now? <laughs> no, no, no. Wow. I mean, like we've been talking yeah. about this long enough. I thought you would have figured it out. You did a good oh. job playing along. Thanks. Uh, um, no, this was uh, 1988, uh -huh. Calgary Winter Olympics. <laughs> um, you were watching the men's figure skating. 88. So you were 13. 12 or 13, something okay, like that. Okay, that's about the right age, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was early. For me, yeah. For me, All I remember yeah. is I had a paper uh, at, with the Calgary Herald. That's right, Calgary Herald. Your Shout name is associated with the shit. Yeah. Uh, we'll put the Twitter name on this episode. Cal <laughs> at Calgary Herald slash, yeah. slash uh, Joel the Rapist. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was... <laughs> I was such a good paper boy that uh, I had gotten some sunglasses in the mail, and as nice. any kid who has suddenly discovered masturbation and achieved an award like free sunglasses in the mail, <laughs> surely um, you're gonna just put on the sunglasses. Put on the sunglasses, and I'm in a good mood, so I'm listening to um, uh, fuck. I think it was in excess, probably. Um, Maybe you too, I don't know. Uh, and I'm like, ah, I'm in a good mood. I'm gonna jerk it. <laughs> Although, I hadn't quite discovered how to jerk it yet. It was more rubbing <laughs> the bed sheets against me. Right. Sort of thing. So I'm doing that. I'm like, so somehow the Bono's yeah. voice is just doing it for you? <laughs> Whatever. You're like, oh yes, you're an activist. Might have been Zeppelin. It might have been Robert Plant. 
It's hard to say. Like, it's, it's I can see Zeppelin how you would get Zeppelin and, and you two can Yeah, you've yeah. got to let me know. No, 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 I was listening to, those were my three favorite bands at the time, was NXS, uh, U2, and Zeppelin. So anyway, I'm uh, jerking it, and uh, I have a basement room. And my dad has an office across the hall, which I never see him in, so my door is wide open, and I'm thinking... Legs splayed, just saying. Yeah, he's like, spread eagle. I'm under covers, though, so I'm just kind of rubbing my shit under the covers, thinking I'm fine. Sunglasses on, I'm like... <laughs> sunglasses, wow, man. man. Some yeah. risky business. Yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly, I realized that right up... About the point where I'm about to come, I'm like, I'm not alone. <laughs> and my dad's standing there. That like sixth sense where you just know someone's yeah. looking at you? Oh, and I look over and I'm like, he's like, and my dad's very awkward and he's like, huh. He was awkward, but so, he was watching you. No, he, he kind of... Was he just I, passing by? Yeah, like, yeah I think he was passing by. I, I sort of got... He, it was probably he, like... He saw you and he was like shocked and horror. You're standing there. Like, yeah, he's like, oh I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, like the body snatchers? Yeah. <laughs> it was weird that he like, started jerking off, too. So, <laughs> well, that was kind of... How's it going? I'm like, good. 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 I am almost really good. That's where you could have been like with the glasses, just like, what do you think, old man? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> totally. <laughs> but, you know, for my, for my dad, it was uh, amazing how he handled it, which he's standing in the hallway looking around like he's looking for something in the hallway. There's nothing in the fucking hallway. <laughs> Up like a stray slipper. Oh, there it yeah. is. Oh, oh, yes, I found okay, it. Okay, gotta go. This is painting. Yeah, oh, this is crooked. I must <laughs> I mean, bring like, this to my den. <laughs> so, there you go. There's my first ever awkward masturbation story. So this really is like weird therapy because this is bringing back tons of horrible memories <laughs> where when I was doing the bumping thing, you know, it would get awkward because I had no sense of decorum or like my parents would have friends over and I'd be in the next room, semi visible on the couch, just whatever. You're like so a I dog, remember, like humping yeah, people's legs. Like, exactly. Because, like, as yeah, just a little kid, I had no idea. Yeah, there was anything wrong with it. My dad tried to explain to me how masturbation is supposed to work, but I was just too little. And then I remember I reported back to him. I was like, I don't know. I tried it. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's like, and he was just like, I don't know. I tried. Okay, do what you like. I don't care. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No. Kind of, it's kind of weird because, I mean, we're very uncommunicative nowadays. As, I don't know, as adults, we just got nothing to say to each other. It's funny that when I was a kid, he's like, listen, son. Tell you how masturbating works. Like we were much closer back then. Maybe your failure to catch on to his masturbation. Yeah, he's just like I give up forever. Done with this. You kid. learn how to shave on your own. You learn how to drive on your own. I'm not helping you with anything. Fuck you. I tried once. <laughs> yeah. Of a bitch. <laughs> uh, too bad I never got into weed because he's a total pothead, and I could have done the. I learned it from you. All set to yeah, my dad also became a pothead late in life where I'm like, what do you mean you have a bag of weed? That's <laughs> fucked up. My dad, it wasn't late in life. He's been a pothead for like 35 straight years. And it does fuck with your head. He is spacey as shit. Yeah? It's ridiculous. So, you know, eventually. See, I, honestly, like, uh, I don't generally do drugs. And it's not like... He's straight edge. Yeah. No, but it's it's only a political or a whatever thing. It's just kind of like, eh, whatever. Um, but you're totally cool with following people around. 
gratefully yeah, dead sober. That's where you sure. draw the line. Sure. No, I, I don't even draw a line. It's just sort no, of yeah. not something I give a shit about, you know? Yeah. Like, if someone literally, like, hands me a joint, I'm like, okay, but yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. I have absolutely nothing morally against it, and I've definitely done it from time to time, but it's not like a pastime. It's not I, a pursuit. I don't, like, I don't, you know, people, I, people I, label themselves, like, they're so proud of their drug habits, and it's like, if I, it presents itself to me, sure. I did Salvia once, I went to Super Mario World. I, I called it that, but later I was pissed when I listened back to myself, because I actually went to Super Mario 1, you know, the original for the NES, I said, I was like, oh, how did I say Super Mario World? I was high. I didn't even know what I was saying. Like, I wouldn't make that mistake. I feel like I'm in a Nintendo game right now. <laughs> you got the what? Holy shit, that's not natural. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you don't even watch this. Man, that's bullshit. <laughs> okay, again, I'm the most. That is insane. That's crazy. Much more than I ever thought. I'm done with those. Yeah, yeah, right. Wow. No, see, even. Oh my God, that doesn't even. That is not possible. Okay. <laughs> I just. I refuse to accept the insanity of this. Are you filming a spooky? <laughs> uh, you're inspect. You're. You're. He's the film guy. It was like I was in a Super Mario World video game. It was like that was that was just life. That was the world. <laughs> I'm really shocked that it was this effective. That shit should be illegal. <laughs> That is fucking crazy. McNally, you were twitching like a retard. <laughs> I got that, no, too. Like... I mean, like a crackhead that is strung out retard. That kind of makes sense, because it was like a dream. A dream is the best description. Uh, Being I a was... crackhead is a dream. You nailed it. <laughs> I wish I still had that, because I ended up laying on Keith and Hemba's couch recording myself talking for like 20 straight minutes. Which I then edited because what the fuck? But I wish I still had that. It'd make a great podcast. Salvia's got to be messed up. That's definitely something I haven't tried. But it made me learn to really fear kind of you know like herbal medicines and alternative medicines and shit. I just assumed they were all just weak, fake bullshit. But they can fuck with you because salvia's just oh yeah, just nothing and it totally fucks you. Not not to reiterate uh, your horrible rant. Yeah, my <laughs> rant, but like, like. Herbal medicine is some real shit. Yeah, you gotta be careful with that. Yeah, stuff. but homeopathic medicine is baloney. So, right. anyway. Uh, wow, it really chilled out around here. Are we the only people left in this bar? What time is it? It's not closing time yet. 
It's like, I'm, I'm gonna guess like 125. Yeah. Subway's done. Oh crap, I'm taking the blue line all the way home. I have oh, to go God, I gotta move downtown. and then take the bus from there. Are you walking? I'll walk with you. I don't know where to go. Okay. I got nothing to do tomorrow. Take on the drop bus. Nothing to do tomorrow. I should try to get a job as a bartender or something. I mean, my schedule's all stupid and fucked. Why not? And I mean, I already did the coffee shop thing. I feel like I'm getting a little too old for that. This is kind of like the slightly more grown-up version of a coffee shop. You should ask him. Go up there and say, hey. Oh, yeah. how's it get to get your I have a guy at least need to you do the smart pour thing and then... Well, yeah. I, I think you probably have to know yeah. how to mix drinks a little bit, too. Yeah, uh, how hard is that? You take a test. It's not that hard. I have um, some some friends that are career bartenders. What the, the fucking coffee shop I worked at in Vancouver, all we served was like muffins and stuff, but we still had to do a food safe course, I guess, it's just yeah. like legally or whatever. But it really was like literally like don't shit on your hands and serve people food. Essentially, all, that's that's all. It, that's we, all. We only had to do level one. It wasn't too complicated. It's like I think I, I, think I got it, man. <laughs> I had that covered already. I'll figure it out from here. It can transfer. If you sneeze on your cock, then masturbate, then make a sandwich, don't do that. And I was like, okay, that's a little more advanced, but alright. Yeah, that's the level two course. <laughs> it's still kind of common sense. Oh, and they had like a little video reenactment that was based on a real a, a case that happened in Vancouver. They're like, this actually happened at this place. And it's like the, the bad acting and stuff of this kid who, there's so and so, Johnny went to work, even though he had had horrible headaches and diarrhea and then he went to the bathroom and he's all Ugh. and he didn't wash his hands properly and then he served dinner and you're showing him making all these sandwiches it's so gross and 20 people got food poisoning oh, fuck. that is pretty gross not cool at all I only had food poisoning like once and it was the worst thing ever. Yeah. Like if you ever have ever had food poisoning, it is so painful. I don't think I have. Like your your whole stomach just feels like you're being stabbed constantly. It is awful. Yeah, I had it before. It's not. And it was in the States at the time, so I couldn't go to the hospital or go see a doctor or anything. By the way, my one trip to New York, uh, I actually blame New York for a condition I currently have. Um, AIDS. Herpes. No. Barrett's esophagus is the uh, condition I have. Barrett's esophagus? Esophagus. What it is, is it's a hardened um, thing on your esophagus. Whatever. It's potentially nice. cancerous. Well, that's not good, man. No. Definitely but not good for deep throating. Totally not good for deep throating. Unless deep throating will like, will like, pull it off. But okay, well, so some people like when you barf. If you can barf easier, that could be a plus. Are they? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I went to New York, had dinner, and was sick for the rest of my time. Man. But it's because you you deep throated a hobo. No. Sometimes, I had French food. Sometimes I feel That's bad it. that I was such a dick about New York, but I'm constantly proved right so many times, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, now they got a bed bug epidemic. I'm like, I win. Fuck you guys. Stop defending that shithole. Just well, stop. We have a bed bug. one here. Yeah, yeah here I've heard where that you too. Live. We have it here. But it can't be as bad as there. No, it it's can't. not. 
Bay, I've never heard that. Actually, my very building had bed bugs before. I don't know. Like, to me, New York is the very example of capitalism and kind of how pure capitalism does not fucking work. Mm, beautiful capitalism. Yeah. I got admit, generally, I'm down with it, but yeah, sometimes it goes Generally, wrong. sure. But on a rational level, sure. You know, like, I don't like anything in a, at an extreme. You know, like, socialism at an extreme sucks. Capitalism at an extreme sucks, but uh, I don't know. I think what kills me with New York, I remember when we were there and we went to that, um, that McDonald's at Times Square, and they were literally playing that fucking Alicia Keys song, The streets will inspire you, they'll make you feel brand new. New it's like, York. Besides yeah. L.A. and New York, <laughs> there are no songs about cities in the States. No. And most of the L.A. ones are about how it's fucked up and grimy and you'd suck dick on, you know, they don't lie about L.A. They lie about New York constantly in movies and songs. They fucking play it up. That's what killed me, is my expectations were so off. But there's of something nice The propaganda. And maybe this is arrogant, but like knowing that we live in the secret greatest country in the world, yeah. it's kind of awesome. And I'm, I'm gonna actually apply that to Australia too. Yeah, Australia seems pretty cool. Although they have some yeah. fucked up insects and stuff. Their yeah, climate is sure. a little weird. And they're like everything's raving poison. racist. But <laughs> aside from that, like I think like Canada, Australia, maybe Germany at this point. I don't know. Uh, they got a lot of problems. Still. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All those Jews there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. For starters, don't get me started. Well, we can bring it back to video games. To this day, you can't release violent video games in Germany. They have to make special editions for Germany. That's true. Yeah, they got a lot of weird things like that going on. So is there even a grant? That thought in Germany, or they're just like I don't know if they no, even. No, thank you. Maybe not. Uh, whatever. But they could shit. <laughs> I guess Australia too. Actually, now that I think of it, they have weird video game rules. A lot of countries do. Actually, uh, from what I heard, is Australia is not exactly the freest country. Well, like, no, they were going to ban, like on the internet, a little while ago, they were going to ban pornography with women who had small tits. Yeah, yeah. Was because too it's too much like job board. Yeah, they, yeah. They have some fucked up shit. No, Australia's got some fucked up shit. Like, honestly, like, we do live in the greatest country in the world. In a sense, yeah, like, I, Way kinda, better than America. Well, I'm kind of glad. Because I think a lot of places, if I moved to a lot of places in America, I wouldn't notice that much of a difference if I moved to just like Portland or something. Yeah. It was kind of sure. nice that I moved to New York, which was the fucked up it's the most, the most fucked up. Yeah. Right. Plus, while I was there, I was on this podcast where like you just are constantly getting your balls busted. All of that made me come back to Canada and just go like, woo, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it was kind of right. good in that sense. Yeah. For that alone, I'm glad I did that whole silliness. Mike, Canada, number one gold medal. True. Yeah. Especially, it helps now that I'm living here and not where it's just freezing all the time. The weather was so bad. Ugh. In New York? No, in uh, New Brunswick. It, like, it was just a On nightmare. the shit coast. Yeah. yeah so why did I live there? It was just, well, I mean, I lived you there for no there. choice. Yeah. Why does anyone, though? Why did my parents live there? Fuck. Silly. I need to pee too, but I better. I'm gonna wait. It's weird. I have to pee as well, so. You wanna go first? I don't care. Hey, don't leave me alone, or this podcast will go to a dark place. <laughs> it's already been there. I gotta go pee. You take care of this. Yeah. There you go. Do whatever you need to do. This is the Manjo Show, all up in your house. Manjo and Picard car. Show. Let's go. Let's do this. What if they're in their car? Who's in whose car? <laughs> oh, you mean. 
I see. They're playing the bitch cake game. Bitch cake. So okay, just so everyone knows out there, while while Squid Pod uh, Joel Joel Jackson is gone, Joel Jackson is a rapist. Please help me. Hey, he's back, Joel Jackson. Oh my God. Bitch cake, Joel. Let's do this. Shit. Okay, what do you want to know? All right, tell us. Of all the people you've raped, which one was the best? I haven't raped anybody. Okay, he's lying. What's the weirdest sexual act you've ever performed? Weirdest sexual act? Um, for a period in my 20s, I had uh, uh, sort of sleepwalking sex. So I guess maybe I raped some people. I don't know. Uh, maybe they wait, raped wait. you. Because you were asleep, technically. It, uh, you know, you yeah. you sound. It sounds like you're pretending you were sleepwalking. But if you remember it, I think it was just a cover story. No, I, I was usually told the next day. So like you would have sex with the family dog or something, or like no, 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 no. People no, you I, had previously had sex with, anyways. No, I didn't. Uh, um, I actually have been on my own since I've been like 17-ish. On your own? Like, like living? Meaning, like living... Like away from your parents? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, so, no, I had some ex-girlfriends who, um, uh, had complained about, uh, nocturnal activities, which went away in my 30s, so, In your yeah. 30s? Holy balls. Yeah. Uh, I fucked the couch once. Yeah? Yeah. It was like a in love seat. sleeper? No, I was awake. It was a love seat. Um, so like, it was like two cushions with like a crack in the middle, hmm. and I fucked the oh, shit out of that yeah? that couch. I remember we were we were dog sitting my dad's boss's dog or something like that. <laughs> Next morning when the dog got up, he <laughs> he ran downstairs and he just put his head between the couch cushions and just started like because I I finished inside the couch. Wow. And the dog was just, it was like he beelined for that. He was like, I smell something, I gotta eat. And he's wow. beelined for that couch and he was like, dogs are disgusting. Up. Yeah, dogs are so hot right now. <laughs> I used to have a dog when I was a kid, a German Shepherd, that would eat its own shit. And oh. that, that'd be bad when it would come up and lick your face and you'd just get the woof full of like shit breath. Oh. Like, oh my god. No, I had a poodle that ate her own shit and she died. So. <laughs> um. Were those two yeah. things related, or just like that? Just... Probably didn't help, right? <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it wasn't medicine. <laughs> no, I... The trick to longevity. No, J- Eat your own Jen had uh, two dogs. We have one of them still alive, but one of them got all fucked up. We had to put her down, but she was the shit eater, so mm. I don't know. If you had to lose one, yeah. Like... You do the math. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I don't really, I mean, if animals are just around, I, I, I'm i okay with them, but I don't miss them. Like, I grew up with so many animals, and it's just like, it's a pain in the ass, man. <laughs> I don't know. Are you allergic to them or anything? No, but I mean, we had so many, like, my backyard is a pet cemetery. So many yeah. different dogs and cats. It's, I don't know. Yeah, so we have a cat and a dog right now. Um, the cat has been with me for 10 years. Um, I'm alright with that, dude. Like, I get that we're humans and we have the ability to reason and we're we're much more intelligent than animals and all that stuff. But, like, there's no part of me, no animal instinct, nothing that when I shit, there's nothing there that makes me think, I want to put that in my mouth. I, I, I don't understand agree. what about animals that's just like, well, there's yeah. some people that have that, too. Well, I guess the reason, I guess, yeah, I guess the actual right. reason animals do that is because they're, like... 
Hmm, protein. And, and I heard it was part of it was breeding. Like with the German shepherds, they used to breed them to eat shit off the streets to keep it clean. Because <laughs> they would eat the shit oh, really? and shit it off somewhere else more convenient. <laughs> so it's like, it's fucked up, but I guess it worked. Germans. I know, right? Yeah, you yeah. leave it to the Germans, eh? <laughs> oh, big surprise, Germans. German oh. dogs are shit eaters. <laughs> really? Like, there's the, <laughs> there's the surprise of the century. <laughs> uh, Germany. Yeah. Like, that, that movie, uh, the, the Human Centipede. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on my neck. Netflix. Yeah, man, it came on Netflix scary. recently. I'm gonna check that out. I haven't seen I don't it, know. I did hear about it. Although, man, have you heard of that movie? It's called um, A Serbian Story. I haven't It's heard supposedly, that. like, the most horrifying horror movie ever made. So I just watched the trailer, and then I just read the Wikipedia thing just to give it away, but... Yeah, I don't think I want to watch it. <laughs> is it about, does it involve shit eating? It's uh, everything but. It's like a guy who, uh, he was a former porn star, and he gets pulled back into the life or whatever, and it's basically this dude puppet mastering his whole life and tricks him into fucking his own kid and all this crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it is and supposedly... it's a horror movie? Yeah, because it ends up with a lot of killing and right. murdering okay. as well. Yeah, I could do it. Though. Joel would probably like that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm starting to think I'm too old. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't think I need to watch this. Where in the day I would have watched it, but now I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Like this. Even when I saw Hostel in the theater, it wasn't as bad as everyone said it was going to be, but I was kind of watching like this, like, oh God, why am I doing this? Yeah. And in the end, I kind of liked it. So. See, I don't like horror movies in general. Yeah. Maybe yeah, because I'm not a big fan of them. Yeah. I have nightmares. Did you guys ever see, speaking of how awesome Canada is, uh, Ginger Snaps? Yeah, yes. yeah. That movie is Both so good. Both of them. It's, it's good uh, there's three, actually. There's three, yeah. But, oh, the one where they go like back in time? Yeah, but yeah, only the first one is good. It's a, a werewolf movie, all made yeah. in Canada. I've heard about it, but uh, yeah, no, I, I've it's never so seen good. it. I liked it. It reminded me of Heathers, in a way. It's just like weird, dark, black humor shit, but it actually works. It's actually mm. good. It was nice. I saw it in the theater. Needs more tits. Favorite Canadian movie, anybody? Shit, besides Ginger Snaps, what else do we have? Yeah, Cube. Like? Cube, yeah, sure. Cube? Okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I like Last Night, actually. Is that the one that's like different stories of people on the last no, day on Earth? No, no, no. Because there's one, oh, but I don't yeah, know what that's called. It is the last day on Earth, but it's kind of like Don McKellar and I think I Sandro Vespin. But I've never seen it. Yeah. No, it's fucking great movie, actually. Yeah. Hmm. I don't really know many Canadian movies. I don't support Canadian industries. Yeah. Good for you. How Canadian. Yeah, as far as bands and stuff, sure, but movies, yeah, it's tough. It's hard to even think of. What they... uh, somebody told me that uh, Pontypool is a amazing movie. I never heard of that one. The dog who ended the war is Canadian, isn't it? I think so, yeah. It's French-Canadian. Yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. I've been trying to find Shepherd? it. No, it's uh, St. Bernard. Who dies at the end? Uh, spoiler oh, alert! Spoiler alert! It doesn't need shit. Now I don't need to watch this movie. This powerful shipwreck. Is that the one where the kids <laughs> build the? Uh, Mass yeah, that snug. is an awesome movie. Yeah, I've, seen that. I've been trying to find it, but no one has it. And, I, and there's like one torrent of it, and I've there's actually, one seed. I, I didn't even know that was the American, like the English title, because I went to French school for like nine years, so I only saw it in French. Yeah. Well, why don't you buy it like an adult? Because first of all, I'd have to find somebody that sold it on the internet. I wonder if it's on, because I get a lot of PayPal. It's a French. Canadian your French <laughs> It's shaky. Yeah. Because even just like at high school, I stopped going to French school, and even in those three years, I lost enough that I don't have a French equivalency diploma or whatever. So, and then it's got even worse in the decades. Well, 
I also did uh, immersion as a kid. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I used to be I so Frenchy that people thought I was French, but no. no. Yeah. Fuck the French. <laughs> Je m'appelle. Oh my god. Mikel. Yeah, who knows? At this point, this might be a little too slow. Who knows? Maybe people like this. I don't know. Probably not. I don't even like this, and I'm here, so. It's funny, though. My, uh, my grandma is French, and she hates French people. <laughs> like, she's super French. She's 101 years old, and uh, super strong French accent. Hello, Keith. Comment ça va? But in her retirement home she will not associate with anyone who's French and it's in Quebec everyone's French and they have a movie night it's always French she doesn't go because she hates French people and I'm like, that is, is it because they're like is she like Parisian French and then uh, I think no it was always like Quebec French but she really saw it as like marrying into an English family was like such a step up the social strata for her she's not going back right <laughs> it's like that's so weird Fair I mean, enough. everyone hates the French, but even the French hate the French? Like, come on. I like the French, but I don't like... Yeah, I like it. aspects of the French. I don't like Canadian <laughs> French, so... Yeah. Yeah, no, it's kind of like, it's fun to go to Montreal sometimes, because I can use my French for something. But then if you go to, like, Quebec City or something, that's too hardcore. It's like, you yeah. guys need to learn some English. Stop fucking around here. Like, we run the world, not you. Stop pretending you matter. <laughs> Yeah, we can do it without that entire province. <laughs> yeah. It's last call. Do you want anything at all? Uh, no, I think we're good. Yeah. We're just loitering Thanks. now. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, looks like our glorious night's coming to an end. Let's pick one of these waitresses, that one who just talked to us, and let's find out where she goes after she's done work. Just do it. <laughs> I'm totally up for it. Yeah, Joel, can you teach us how to just follow people? <laughs> teach us the game. Teach us the follow sure. game. Well, it's been a long time. Okay, uh, and for starters, you need a car. And it's, and it's bitch cake, right? Is that what we need to... Uh, and, and I gotta warn you, if I just also, go berserk and start raping everybody, it's because my rewind You got my back, right? Finally. <laughs> so yeah, you guys gotta be on my side. Defend me in court or something. Like, uh, Yeah, absolutely. Probably that'll never yeah. happen. This audio I'll, recording is, you know... Well, no, probably I'll just rape and it'll rewind. You'll never know what happened. But okay. if it happens... Okay. I'll give you a hint. You gotta kill them first before you rape them, because then you don't get charged with rape and murder. That's what, oh, that guy, what's his name? He's in the news now for his, his, he killed a couple people. Oh, Rape McRaperson, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, did you have to kill them? Just rape them, come on. What a dick. Man, man, that guy's an asshole. It's funny though, because like so much of his like 80 charges are sneaking into girls' houses and stealing their underwear. That's like any Japanese cartoon that you watch. And then all of a sudden he raped and killed people, and I'm like, whoa! <laughs> Tenshi Muyo never did that. <laughs> like, come on. Easy. Yeah. Learn from the cartoons. All right, so I guess sign it off, right? Vinyl yeah. Countdown, episode three. By the way, I can't believe Bitch Cake came back to bite me in the Bitch Cake. Man. Yeah. How well? Yeah, well, who would have guessed when you tell stories about how you yeah. and your friends are rapists? <laughs> that would look I negatively on you. I don't know. Although, this guy's going to forget we recorded an extra episode. It'll be a total surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Why, are you well, saying that I might have had a, a few libations? Yeah, one or two. <laughs> I apologize. No. There's no... Uh... Uh, no, no. <laughs> no. No, no. I'll just follow you home. It's all cool. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> What's that word? No, no true. Uh, when you accuse someone, no true accusations of uh, <laughs> of rape and murder. Right. No true bitch cake. <laughs> and I only say that because I don't want you to rape me. <laughs> Fear is we'll a motivator. See. Uh, well, where are you, well, where are you going home? Knock. Uh, 
Um, yeah, we need a sign off. That's a problem. Yeah, it's impossible Goodbye. to end. Goodbye. Uh, Pomo. Have a week. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm making it my own. Yeah. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll, no, that was the last one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>